Welcome to After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out all the articles and podcasts updated daily. Uh, Please share those on social media as well, if you will. We appreciate that a great deal because we face the same social media censorship that many of you do. So sharing those articles and podcasts on social media helps us out a great deal. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Going to dig into this uh, Biden administration and what they've been up to. I know Rob has a lot of things he wants to discuss tonight. and We're certainly going to get to all of that. We've seen this uh, January 6th committee. We've seen the partisan uh, Democrats ever since Joe Biden got into office started off with censorship. I mean, President Trump was banned from social media before Joe Biden even took office. Rob and I were banned from social media before uh, Joe Biden took office. And we see this continue time and time again. The Democrats just continue to take and take and take. And the Republicans have been a little weak in fighting back, and they're not calling out the Democrats. I mean, we've got a situation now where you've got this Fetterman in Pennsylvania who's not willing to debate Oz, it's looking like. And if he is going to debate Oz, it's going to be after a lot of the votes have been cast. And you'd think with the president that we have, voters would be worried about making sure the candidate they vote for is cognitively up to the job because we have a president who is not up to the job and many Democrat voters just put him in office, but apparently they don't care that he is old and senile and has dementia. But here they are supporting Fetterman in Pennsylvania. And we see the same thing happening all across the country. Uh, Carrie Lake's going to have a hard time getting her opponent to debate her uh, here in Illinois. It'll be interesting to see if J.B. Pritzker debates Darren Bailey. It just seems like Democrats are trying to flake out of these debates. And then they point out, oh, the GOP just left the uh, Commission of Presidential Debates. Well, the reason they left those debates is not because they don't want to debate. It's because these debates were completely biased. I mean, we saw that um, in the election when you had people like Chris Wallace and Anderson Cooper hosting these debates when these guys are just biased partisan hacks. And that's exactly why the Republicans don't want to be in the presidential debates under the current format. So to me, they're apples and oranges. The Democrats are avoiding debate. The Republicans want debates, but they want fair debates. Rob, what are your thoughts that on uh, Fetterman in Pennsylvania and avoiding the debate? Well, I want to. first of all, thank everyone for tuning in tonight to uh, the, the show. And as we always say, please share the show because what we're giving you is important life information. This information uh, could possibly save your life. So pay close attention and share this. Now back to what you were saying about the debates, you're onto something because as you were talking, I was just looking at the candidates who are running for office and are refusing to bait Republicans. And it's astonishing. You have John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, who's a devout socialist. He's a Bernie Sanders socialist, who had a stroke, I think, in April or May. He was at death's doorstep. 
And it's now being revealed that he usually, whenever you would see this guy, he's a big, tall, hulking guy, like six feet five or something. And he would always have on a hoodie. Well, interestingly enough, Andrew, someone took a picture of him without the hoodie. And it revealed a huge knot or growth on the back of his neck almost on his head. Now, what in the hell is that about? He won't debate. We've seen him on the campaign trail. He won't talk the issues. He's only talking about Oz and Oz attacking him. And Oz is not being from Pennsylvania. But he won't discuss his record, a record that would show him when he was a mayor pulled out a gun on a black man, threatened a black man, said that a black man was a criminal. The same situation we saw happen in Atlanta, Georgia, where two white men, vigilantes, pulled out a gun on a black man and killed him. They got life in prison. And believe it or not, they said that the men were affiliated with white supremacists. Well, now let's look forward here at John Fetterman. What did he do? When did he do it? And what did he know about it? The liberal media is refusing to report on it. But here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to share this story with you. Is that the reason why he doesn't want to debate Dr. Oz because he's afraid that this might come up? Or could it be that he doesn't want to debate Dr. Oz because he has he's a sworn and devout socialist, and he said that if he gets to the Senate on day one, he's going to blow up the filibuster. He's going to make certain that everyone can have an abortion. He's going to make certain that they take the money, your hard-earned money, and give it to everyone else. He's going to make certain that everyone is on RIFA, drugs, and uh, cocaine, and whatnot. This is Fatterman. Why is he refusing to debate Dr. Oz? Why won't the media call him out? Now, granted, the Washington Post, whom we cannot trust, did an article from the editorial page saying that he, Dr. He, Fetterman, needs to debate Dr. Oz. What is he hiding? Is he up for the task? Can he debate? Now, grant you, the Washington Post is saying this now. And the possibility, they're only saying it to quiet the critics. Because that's the only thing they're going to call out about this guy. They won't call out the fact that he never had a job. Up until he was 40, he was living off his parents. Yeah, he went into Pennsylvania, as Heather Robinson told us, and was living in some abandoned building. But the guy was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And now he's trying to tell people, I'm your savior. This is so reminiscent of, of politicians who've run in the past. And they've told uh, poor people, I'm your savior, do this, do this, and do this. In the meantime, they're living off the lap of luxury while you're sitting at your feet thinking that they're going to protect you. What does that remind you of? Reminds me of the Democrats who have been telling blacks for the longest, we're going to let you in, we're going to do this for you, we're going to do that, and they are yet to do it. Only now are they saying, well, we want diversity and we want equity. We want all these people in the workforce, people who don't, they don't even qualify, but you're letting them in just to show face because you're afraid that if these minorities, if Black people were to stop and look, 
and say, wait a minute, all this time you could have let us in and you're only doing it now because you're afraid that we might turn against you and move to the Republican Party, which is what black men and Hispanics are doing. And as a result, they're trying to punish them. When was the last time Joe Biden said anything positive about a black man? When was the last time Joe Biden or any of the Democrats ever uplifted a black man or a Hispanic man? When was the last time they ever said anything positive about a man, period, be it black, white, or Hispanic? You won't hear it. You know why? Because they're playing to a base. They're playing to the most uninformed individuals out there, the most uninformed voter, or the voters that they can scare, black women and these soccer moms. Why won't John Fetterman debate Dr. Oz and discuss these issues? Why won't, Dr. Why won't uh, John Fetterman appear with Joe Biden when Joe Biden came to Scranton, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Those are the questions that people need to be asking. Don't wait for the Washington Post to ask it, because like I said, they're only doing it now. Because they know that next week, early voting takes place, and they want to get as many people out there to vote as possible. They want you to think, oh, well, the Washington Post, they're questioning him, but we can still vote for him. Then once your vote has been made, then he'll stumble out. Then you'll realize that this man is not well. This man is crazy. But see, what they want to do is they want to get him all the way in, get people to vote for him. Then once he's elected, and if they have a Democrat governor, Fetterman can step aside, and the Democrat governor can appoint another radical Democrat. The voter system is rigged. Yeah. If the Republicans don't have success in these midterms, I mean, my faith in my fellow Americans is just going to plummet. I mean, this should be a layup for the Republicans. I mean, the country's a disaster. Joe Biden is a disaster. And I'd hate to say it, but Democrat voters are a disaster if they continue to vote for this. I mean, what is it helping them? It's just not. It's costing them lots of money. And uh, eventually it's going to probably get them robbed or mugged with some of these uh, criminal justice reforms that we see Democrats keep pushing. I just don't understand these Democrat voters who are just blue or go home. It just makes absolutely no sense, Rob. If they haven't woken up yet, I mean, what would it take? Well, you said uh, robbed or uh, you said something else, but we spoke about this with Heather Robinson when I said when we said vote because your life depends on it. Well, it's going to do more than just get them robbed. It's going to take away their lives. They will be dead as a doornail, literally dead, because you look at the explosion of crime all around you. You look at they say that the economy is good. Yeah, the economy, theoretically, as far as jobs being out there. okay, but inflation. Is your paycheck keeping up with inflation? And for Democrats, they don't care. They're more in tune to social programs. Think about this. In 2019, the median household income, I'm sorry, 2020, the median household income was 71,186. That was under Trump. Under Joe Biden, 70,784. There was a shrinkage. In 2019, the median income was 72,808. In 2021, 70,784. That was a decrease of $2,024. Now, here's something else to think about. 
that Democrats won't tell you, that under Trump, the median household income grew exponentially compared to the 16 years of George Bush number two and Barack Obama. Now think about that. And think about this. Nancy Pelosi called that extra income that millions of Americans got as breadcrumbs. She said a few people got some breadcrumbs. And we're talking about thousands of dollars here. People benefited from President Trump, his tax cuts and his policies. And you have Nancy Pelosi and the elitists in Washington, D.C. calling thousands of dollars breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Now, why would they call it breadcrumbs? Meanwhile, she has a refrigerator that she just bought stocked with all types of ice cream. I think her favorite is chocolate. Whereas some of you yeah, and they're like, could sorry barely buy, could barely cut, buy a quart of ice cream. Go ahead, Andrew. Right. Sorry to cut you off. But when she was uh, caught with the ice cream, I believe it was like $14 quarts of ice cream as well. This wasn't just uh, your bargain bin ice cream. I mean, she's buying the premium. Ice cream gate. And how was she able to buy the ice cream? Well, remember her husband, who was recently caught drinking and driving, drinking under the influence. We still don't know the whole story. We still don't know who was in the car with him. We still don't know what that person was doing to him in the car or who the person was. But he got off rather easily. And he's the man who she gives all of her inside trading tips to. And they were able to buy a mansion in Florida. They were able to take an expensive vacation in Italy. And now we hear that she's saying that if she does not, if they don't win the midterms, she wants Joe Biden to make her ambassador of Rome. (laughs) Go figure. Why won't they debate Republicans? Let's continue. Katie Hobbs, Arizona, the governor, refuses to debate Carrie Lake. Carrie Hobbs, another devote racist. Arizona has paid out, I think, almost $20 million trying to solve racist cases that Katie Holmes was involved in. Unequal hiring practices, firing individuals, and these individuals happens to be Black. But Katie Hobbs claims that she's for Black people. She's for diversity and equity. She's for it until it comes knocking at her door. And then she looks the other way. Why won't Katie... Why won't she debate Carrie Lake? Why is she afraid? Why won't the media call her out? Why aren't Republicans on the bandwagon? Why won't the Republican or conservative news outlets talk about it? Some of them are. But just imagine if this were a Republican saying, I'm not going to debate. They would bring on Bill Barr and say, Bill Barr, why won't they debate? Why won't they debate Bill Barr? This doesn't make any sense. Mitt Romney, why won't they debate? Liz Cheney, why won't they debate? See, this is how they attack conservatives. You got the left doing it, you got the right doing it. Believe you me, it is hard trying to run out there, especially when you don't have control of the media or have a media outlet. And I have said this so many times. When Andrew and I first started coming on live on Twitter, Periscope, and we said that whoever controls the media controls the message, and that they can very easily take that medium from you if they don't like what you're seeing. And look at what they did to us on Twitter and Periscope. They're doing the same thing on YouTube, taking down a lot of our videos, 
Why aren't Republicans pushing back? Why are they calling these people to the heels to testify, knowing that they're lying to them? Now, just imagine if we, they were to call us after dark with Robin Andrew to the heel to testify. And if we made one, one, made one mistake, throw them in jail, contempt of Congress, they lied. But when it's the other way around, we want to make nice with them. Why want these individuals debate and why aren't they being called out more? Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. Now, you would think there would be a layup. Raphael Warnock is supposed to be, so, they, so I'm hearing, a minister. So he should be styled and groomed in the art of debate. Herschel Walker, a football player, an athlete. Now, nothing against Herschel Walker, but I mean, I would think that Ralph would see Herschel and say, hey, I can get the best of him. But he won't. You know why? Because he knows that Herschel Walker has been equipped with the facts. They've told him, this is what you talk about. You want to bring up abortion. You want to bring up transgender. You want to bring up the crime. You want to bring up inflation. You want to bring up supply chain problems. He won't be able to answer that. And then something that you had said earlier on, Andrew, about the left trying to attack Republicans and saying, oh, well, they're pulling out of these debates. They're pulling out of the whatever the, whatever the group is that wants to sponsor the debates. Well, why should they participate them with them when you know already that it's baked in the cake that they're going to get a biased and corrupt moderator right. who has their talking points already written out, mention Trump, talk about Trump nonstop, talk about Jan 6. That has nothing to do with the price of milk. It has nothing to do with inflation. It has nothing to do with the crime. Why won't they talk about that? They'll throw Chris Wallace up there, and of course, you'll go along with it. These people are failures. They're abject, corrupt criminals. So there you have it. Why won't they debate? Mark Kelly in Arizona going against Blake Masters. Mark Kelly, he doesn't have a record to run on because he's done absolutely nothing since he's been on the Hill. He took his wife's position when she was injured, and that's it. He's done nothing else. He should have never gotten that position. He should not be there. A sympathy vote for him? I mean, I don't like this idea of a spouse being harmed or a spouse dying or a father dying, and then someone else within the family takes over the seat. And then you have the media talking about it. Oh, yeah, well, they're going to take the seat over. It's okay. This person died, and his wife is going to fill the seat. She's going to fill out his term. Oh, isn't that so admirable? No, it isn't. The people didn't vote for her or him. So why should we just give them the seat? I've seen this on so many occasions. That's the problem with Alaska and Susan Mikowski. She took over her dad's seat. And when you look at the history, her family has held that seat or someone in the family since God knows when. That's corruption. And you would think people would call it out and say, no, we can't have this. Well, some people are talking about it, but they're afraid to push back. This is what, our, what, not what our elections should look like. We should have people, hardworking people who are honest, who are saying we want to serve. That's one of the reasons why I like Donald Trump, because he wasn't the typical politician. Yes, he was rough all around the edges. He had all that money. 
but yet still he could identify with the common man. But see, the media has tricked you in having you to think that, no, you, you can't identify with him. You have to identify with the latest. The Democrats used to be the party of the common man. And now they become the party of the elitist. And Barack Obama, when he became the president, he solidified that helm of the Democrats being the party of the elitist, of the rich. And then we'll give crumbs out to the rest of you. Look at those Democrats who are on the Hill. All of them are millionaires. And how did they yep. make their money? They never had an honest day job, working for an honest day pay ever. They have made their money off of taxpayers' backs. Plain yeah. and simple. Yeah, they have. Well said. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. So folks, when we were going to break, I was still, I was asking the question, why are Democrats afraid to debate Republicans? Why are they running away? And why isn't the media holding them accountable? There has to be a reason behind it. Now, I spoke about John Fetterman. We know why he's hiding. He doesn't have a record, and the record that he has, he's afraid to talk about it because he knows that people will push back on him. We spoke about Katie Hobbs and Raphael Warnock and Mark Kelly. Now, as I said before, the only thing Republicans have to do is when they get to debate, and I hope they're doing it now. They should be running ads, these candidates. Crime, 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 inflation, the border. If they decide to bring up abortion and what you're doing to them, they said, well, the Supreme Court sent it back to the states for the states to, to decide. And we think that's a good idea. But you won't have to worry about that if we don't get the crime under control. 
because the truth of the matter is, is that that person who's on their way to have the abortion has a strong chance of being killed because of the criminal elements that's out there. Now, some people would bristle at that and say, oh, no, don't say that. No, you have to say it. You have to make it plain and simple. You have to make it plain and simple to these soccer moms that if you continue to vote for Democrats while you're in your van taking your son or your daughter to soccer practice or to football or to ballet or to baseball or wherever you will go, or if you decide to go running on the track, there's a strong possibility that you won't get home that night. And if you do get home, you'll probably get home having been beaten up and raped, plain and simple. And the same fate could meet your children. They could be killed and your daughter's raped. You just got to let people know what it is. Put it out there. Because I don't think people, I don't think people are aware of the criminal activity that's there. And if they are, they're afraid to say something because they're looking at diversity. Listen to me plain and simple. Black people can obey the law just like white people. White people can obey the law just like everyone else. We can't make these preferential treatments for people. And when you look at the news, when you turn the news on, the people that are committing the crimes are black and brown people. And these are vicious crimes. Yes, you have a white person who might commit a crime. Yes, you might have some white kid who goes in and shoots up a school. Yes, we know that. But overall, when you look at it, look at who's committing the crime. Don't go tell me anything about George Floyd. It happened. It's over. The family received $47 million. They should not have gotten that. It was overpriced. Don't go talking to me about Eric Garner. Don't go talking to me about any of these other individuals. Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland committed suicide. It was her family's fault. we got to speak truth to power. When we don't have people speaking up and being truthful, this is what happened. Lies are perpetrated. Trayvon Martin, it is unfortunate. He was not killed at the hands of a police officer. He was killed at the hand of a two-bit security guard. Dante Wright, Dante Wright put his life in his own hands. All he had to do was stop. That police officer should not be in jail. Anyone else you want to throw my way? Michael Brown calls his own life to be taken away. He was told to stop. No, he did not say, hands up, don't shoot. That's a fairy tale. Give me a break. When I talk about this, I get angry because I'm like, these are all lies. And there are other black kids that are out there that are losing their lives on the streets of Chicago, LA and New York City because black criminals aren't put in jail. And these are the discussions that these candidates don't want to talk about. Yeah, you're exactly right, Rob. And as we've mentioned on the show previously, this new Illinois no cash bail uh, act, which they're actually calling the safe act uh, as ironic as that is they're calling this atrocity the safety act it abolishes cash bail for almost every offense individuals on electric monitoring must be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act so if you're on an ankle bracelet you've got two days before you've got to worry about the police even uh, coming and looking for you it prohibits officers from removing trespassers from your residence or business and it doesn't stop there. Almost every offense, including kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding, 
will be affected by this. And this is a, an atrocity. And to think that this J.B. Pritzker is running for office here in November, and he's the favorite to win against an America first candidate like Darren Bailey. Uh, he believes in all of President Trump's America first policies. And this J.B. Pritzker putting in laws like this is actually favored to win. It just makes you wonder, Rob. It makes you wonder, but not only that, this the mayor of Orland Park, Illinois, uh, Keith Picot, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but it's neither here or there. He gave a press conference and he said he warned homeowners that police officers will not come out if a trespasser comes on your property. If a trespasser enters your home, they won't do anything. They've been instructed not to do anything. This needs to be blown up. Like you said, Governor Pritzker needs to answer to this. Are people listening? Governor Prisker is a billionaire. He can afford private security because remember, during the shutdown, his wife was going on a vacation and he went to join her. Have you guys forgotten about that? These are the things that these Democrats don't want to discuss, how they destroyed our economy. They destroyed it yeah. because you got to remember, when Trump left office, even with COVID, Andrew, the numbers are showing that the economy was still good. Joe Biden went in and destroyed it by giving people money, by wanting yes. to continue the shutdown. He absolutely did. And isn't it ironic that Democrats like uh, Joe Biden's Reduction Inflation Act and then this uh, no bond in Illinois called the Safety Act, isn't it ironic that they name these laws the opposite of what they actually do? I mean, you look at uh, Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, all it's going to do is increase inflation. In the Safety Act, it's going to be where nobody's safe because the criminals aren't going to be held accountable. The opposite of what they actually do. Inflation Reduction Act, after we were told that there is no inflation, although Jerome Powell was saying there is inflation. So they redefined it. We were told there is no recession. Jerome Powell is saying, oh, yes, there is. Well, it's semi-quasi-inflation. Redefining the same way they redefined what a woman is. They're redefining gender. They're redefined in Title IX so that men can compete in sports with women. And this is what soccer moms want? This is what you actually want? Well, this is what the media want. That is the reason why they're giving cover for these Democrat candidates. Another candidate, Tim Ryan, Ohio, refuses to debate J.D. Vance. And Tim Ryan is, is really interesting because he's now coming out saying, oh, well, I supported Trump against China. I supported this. I supported all those mega ideas. Well, uh, Tim, do you realize that Joe Biden, your leader, is saying that MAGAs are extremists? They're extremists for wanting to make America great again. They're extremists for wanting to protect our borders. They're extremists for not wanting men to play in women's sports. You don't see women trying to get in men's sports, although they'll probably, that'll probably try to happen, especially with football. They want a female kicker. That's the reason why they want to water the sports down. It's happening. This is the reason why they want debate these Republican candidates, because Tim Ryan knows that he cannot defend Joe Biden's horrible record of doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Look at what happened in Ukraine. Look at the foreign policy. Look at what they're about to do with Iran. They can't defend it, Andrew. Right. Rob, what's your opinion on when there's a state like um, Joe Manchin's or Arizona that say that 
more moderate candidates, maybe on the right or the left, uh, appeal to the voters more. For example, here in Illinois, that we had a GOP primary where there was this uh, Richard Irvin, who was the mayor of Aurora, and he was a black guy, and he wasn't really pro-Trump. And then he ran against uh, Darren Bailey, who was pro-Trump, endorsed by Trump. And the Republican voters, of course, they voted for Darren Bailey, and he won the GOP primary. But apparently, they say that Governor Pritzker was happy about this because they feel like running against a guy who is more um, Trump and they can backlash with all the Trump backlash um, is better for them. Uh, what do you think in some of these states? Do you think it's better to go with a more uh, moderate candidate or more of a rhino type Republican just because of their electability? Or do you just say, screw it, let's put out the America first candidates? You say, screw it. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to talk about that about these Democrats, that they're spending millions of dollars putting money behind MAGA Republicans thinking, well, they'll be easy to, de to defeat during the election. No, it, that, that's not it. I mean, they, they think that we'll put all this money. But if Republicans, as I said, were to come out with the steady diet of crime, 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 inflation, border control, the destruction of the economy with COVID. Put that last though, but crime, crime, crime. And then say your daughters, your wives, your mother, your sisters, there's a strong probability that if the Democrats take control this November, that one of them won't live to see another year. Just break it down. I'm, Andrew, I am dead serious. Just break it down to them in simplistic terms because it's time to shake up these soccer moms who are, oh, I don't want to hear that. It hurts my feelings. And then they go home, they're raising Cain and Abel, cussing and swearing and drinking and everything else. It is time to bring this fight home, kitchen table issues, and let them know this is what will happen to you if you don't wake up. There's a possibility, a strong possibility. I would say 70%, 80%, depending on where you are, that someone in your family will be impacted by these loosey-goosey laws. And you won't be able to do a damn thing about it. So you better get your Rudy Tooties to the poll this November and vote because your life depends upon it your life and your family's life. It's time to just, I mean, squash all this nonsense and just speak truth to power. And if it scares them, good. If it scares you to vote red, good. That's what you need to do. So all these candidates that are saying, well, we're gonna put money behind the mega candidates. Mega candidates fight like it's no tomorrow. Take the money in, but get the message out there. Do not get bogged down in a lot of nonsense because the first thing they want to throw up, at you, throw up at you is abortion. And your response is that, no, the Supreme Court said that it wasn't in the Constitution, so they gave it back to the people so that the people could decide. Well, what about Lindsey Graham? That's Lindsey Graham. Focus on your state. You want to have a voice, which is something that the Democrats don't want you to have. And if your state says that, hey, we're going to do this, then so be it. 
But again, you won't have that opportunity if we don't get the crime under control because people are being killed. Women are being raped, brutally raped. And you won't have to worry about them. Oh, they're pregnant. And now they need to have an abortion. Well, you don't have to worry about that because they're now dead. Now, I know some people say, oh, that's so harsh. We've got to just put it out there. You got to wake up and connect the dots. Because, Andrew, this is what's happening. Yeah, in my mind, uh, Lindsey Graham made a strategic mistake this week when he did come out with this abortion ban. Not that I'm against the abortion ban, but just right now, only um, three months away from primary or from the general elections. I mean, these are huge elections, less than two months away. Sorry. And Lindsey Graham is um, putting out this controversial topic that Democrats have been running on at the same day that the stock market crashed and uh, Biden's um, economic numbers came out and inflation continues to go up and it's a disaster. And uh, I feel like uh, Lindsey Graham gave them um, some political points by bringing up this um abortion ban that he pitched well guys we got some big news for you we've got the best deal we've ever given on healthy cell we are up to 25 percent off your first order if you're looking for better sleep focus and energy check out healthy cell the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health sleep better focus deeper and stay younger longer absorb a healthier lifestyle with healthy cells pill-free vitamins and you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off your first order with the code OUTLOUD. So you can go to HealthyCell.com for free. It costs nothing to go to the website, check out all the great products, and you can now save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. Thank you for supporting Healthy Cell, and thank you for supporting America Out Loud. We'll be back with After Dark with Robin Andrew. I want to put in a big word for healthy cell supplements. The GI tract is not functioning normally in long COVID syndrome. I'm convinced of it. There are multiple studies. We need a much better absorbed set of nutraceutical and vitamin products for long COVID syndrome, and that's healthy cell. They have an entire line that's safe and effective, uh, can help people through the long COVID syndrome. I found the best way to use healthy cell products is use them every day, not on and off, on and off. Take them every day consistently. The immune super boost, focus and memory, and the REM sleep supplement all have powerful effects in long COVID syndrome. Go to healthycell.com and in the promo code, type in out loud for 20% off your first order. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. 
you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts their minds and voices it's all back at americaoutloud.com liberty and justice for all Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. So we're back with the last segment of After Dark with Robin Andrew. And Andrew, you mentioned uh, Lindsey Graham and his, you know, decision to come out with this complete ban on abortion except for, I think, up to 15 weeks or something. Miscalculated. Lindsey, go away. What are you doing? I mean, you're, you're showing your true colors that you're one of these Republicans who does not want the new breed of Republicans to come in. Dude, you need to get it together. I mean, I know that you were able to fight off right now the subpoena coming out of Georgia, but you need to pull it together because you screwed up when Trump was in office fighting against him in some instances. And now this, you could have waited on this. This is a tight election that we're about to encounter and you want to come out with this mess? Go away. Oh, I mean, wait, wait, let, me, let, me, let me just slow down. Maybe there's someone in his constituency that want this. I don't know. But it's ill-advised. It's ill-timing. Just drop it. Go away. And let's help get these Republicans in office. Because right now, as I said, as we were saying at the top of the show, you got Democrats that don't want to debate Republicans. And if you start giving them ammunition, they're going to start raising their hands and say, oh, let's do it. And what you bet, Andrew, that whoever moderates these debates if they don't get the right person, they will not touch the issue of crime. They won't say anything about it. They won't say anything about inflation. They won't say anything about the recession. They won't say anything about Joe Biden and his deals with Iran. They won't say anything about Hunter Biden. They won't say anything about it. But they'll bring up uh, what do you think about Donald Trump? Do you think that they should indict Donald Trump? Do you think that Donald Trump made a wrong decision when he took those records? And do you think Donald Trump should run again? Do you think Donald Trump is going to weigh the party down? Do you think all Republicans are behind Donald Trump? Do you think, do you think Donald Trump, Donald Trump? That's it. That's all they want to talk about. And I want to throw this in there also. I don't know how to say it. I've been thinking about this. And we've talked about this also. Uh, we know that the Department of Justice has become corrupt and has been weaponized against American citizens. We know that the same with FBI, the uh, Department of Justice headed by Merrick Garland and the FBI headed, headed by Christopher Wray. Now, I'm learning now that a whistleblower has come out and said that the FBI was paying an informant, the informant who gave uh, Christopher Steele, his information on Donald Trump. And apparently this is going to come out. John Durham is going to 
make this uh, this filing in the court when he brings a case against this Igor Dijinko. He's a Russian spy. So, so let me just step, take a step back. John Durham, who lost the Michael Sussman case, is bringing a case before the court against Igor Dinshukovich. And apparently this guy was responsible for feeding Russia disinformation to Christopher Steele, who was also an FBI informant. The FBI learned that Igor was giving information to Christopher Steele. They then hired him to get information or to give them information on Donald Trump. In the process of hiring him, they found out that he was also in cahoots with Russia. He was a Russia agent, but they didn't care because they were trying to get information on Donald Trump. Well, the information that he was giving the FBI and Christopher Steele was all false information. He was just making it up. So once the FBI learned that Christopher Steele, who was one of their agents, informers, was leaking information to the Washington Times, not Washington Times, but the Washington Post and the New York Times, they decided to fire him. But they didn't charge it. They just let him go. So John Durham comes in. He's now going to bring charges up against Igor. As I said before, just wipe your, uh, shake your hands, dust your feet, let it go, because nothing's going to happen with this, nothing at all. And that brings me to the point that I was about to make earlier about Democrats not wanting to debate Republicans. No one is holding them responsible. After everything we found out about the Department of Justice and the FBI, and, and every day is a new day, how in the hell does John Durham think that he's going to be able to bring a case and get a conviction on any of the stuff that he's working with, especially considering the fact that Bill Barr only put John Durham there just to window dress. He knew Bill Barr wasn't going to go far with this because if he did, well, John Durham was going to go far because if Bill Barr did think that he was going to go far and be successful, Bill Barr would have prosecuted Andy McCabe and James Comey. Why didn't he? Why did he let those two go? But now he's glad that they're trying to bring a case against Donald Trump. There was a case that he could have brought against Andy McCabe. They fired Andy McCabe. Trump fired James Comey. Why didn't Bill Barr go after Andy McCabe and James Comey? We will discuss that on another show because it is worth looking into. Now think about it. Bill Barr is coming out and saying that the Department of Justice and FBI had every right to raid Mar-a-Lago and that the judge coming out and saying that a special master to look over these records, oh, he, that's, she's misreading the law and she shouldn't have done it. So Bill Barr actually thinks that a court or a grand jury would say indict Trump but he did not think a grand jury would indict Andy McCabe or James Comey. Think about this, folks, because he said, Bill Barr, he could not bring charges against Andy McCabe. He let Andy McCabe walk because no court, no jury would find him guilty. 
but he seems to be confident that a jury would find Donald would indict Donald Trump and find him guilty. Now think about that. Look at how deep the swamp is. And no one is calling Bill Barr out on this. No one is saying, but Bill, wait a minute. Bill, wait, wait, Bill, wait, slow down, Bill. Why is it that you're going to come on our show and you're going to say that Merrick Garland and the FBI had every right to invade Mar-a-Lago and that the judge who came out and said there should be a special master, that she was wrong, she got the law wrong, and that you feel that the Department of Justice has enough information to indict and that they should indict a former president. Regardless of how it looks, even if it looks political, it doesn't matter. They're within their rights. Bill Barr, who used to run the Department of Justice, is saying, yeah, it's okay. So does Bill Barr know something that we don't know? Is Bill Barr in contact with some folks in the swamp? It, it makes you wonder, Andrew, have you, ever, have you ever thought about this before I brought it up today? I had not thought of that before uh, you brought it up, but yeah, we've concluded long ago that Bill Barr is in the swamp, so this would not surprise me at all. Bill Barr seems to be about one person, and that's about Bill Barr. He'll say whatever he's got to say to save his own tail, and he's completely thrown President Trump under the bus, and it's probably to save himself. To save himself, because these swampers, they don't like what Trump is doing. But see, I just thought of this, Andrew, that why would he come out and say he was not going to press charges against Andy McCabe because no jury would indict or find him guilty. But yet still he gave us John Durham to go off of Michael Sussman and to go off to all this other stuff because if, if John Durham is doing his job the way he should and if he's looking at all this information, he should be able to indict and get a guilty verdict on all of these individuals, but he can't do it in D.C. That is a reason why, again, I am saying the seat of the government must be removed from D.C. These charges cannot be brought up in a D.C. court because nothing will happen. It is a waste of time. It is a waste of taxpayer money. But of course, Donald Trump, D.C. voted 90 percent for Joe Biden. So do you actually think a grand jury will not, would not indict Donald Trump? Do you actually think that a jury would not find him guilty? Do you actually not think that Joe Biden is doing this because he wants to go down in history as a person who took Trump down? Do you actually not think this is what's happening? But will a moderator put this question to the Democrats? Absolutely not. They won't ask them. Oh, but they will ask the Republican candidate, well, what do you think about this? Donald Trump isn't. Do you think he should be indicted? Do you think he did something wrong? So that that Republican will say, oh, gosh, if I say the wrong thing, they might not vote for me. But no one is going to look at the Democrats and say the same thing. And that is the reason why they're hiding. That is the reason why. They won't debate Republicans. That is the reason why they're waiting until early voting starts 
Because see, once the early voting starts, Andrew, they can start counting the numbers and say, okay, we got enough votes in. Okay, it's a pretty safe bet that you can go out and debate now because whatever comes in afterwards, we can very easily change the numbers. And if Republicans are thinking that this is impossible and that this won't happen, then you are a fool because this is what the Democrats are counting on. I mean, think about it. If Joe Biden is going to give a party on the White House lawn to celebrate his Inflation Reduction Act, and you're going to have Nancy Pelosi and Al and uh, Chuck Schumer out with him and Kamala Harris, you could call them the four horsemen of doom, out celebrating this. And Nancy Pelosi, oh, this is the best bill ever, and we just can't thank you enough. And I'm like, she acts like she's having an orgasm. Oh, this is so great. Oh, Mr. President, oh, we just love you. But it's hurting the American people. It shows you she's not in tune with the American people and she does not care about the American people. And the only thing she's looking out for is that if we don't win, I want to be the ambassador of, of Rome or, or uh, I said Rome and Italy. Italy is in Rome. I mean, Rome is in Italy, but the, uh, no, uh, the, the, the Vatican. I want to be the ambassador of the Vatican or of Italy. That's all she's looking out for. She's looking out for herself because she knows that if they don't win, she'll just be a regular representative with no power. And she's of age anyway. She wants to retire. She's made all her millions. She's built the American people and no one has called her out. And when they do call her out, reporters call her out. They just they ask her about it. She says, oh, I don't want to talk about that. And no one says anything else. The same thing with these candidates that I mentioned. Reporters will ask them, why won't you debate? They'll say, oh, I don't have time. And then they won't say anything else, which is the same thing that happens during the press conference. Corrine Jean-Pierre, Peter Ducey will ask her a question, a hard-hitting question. And you would think that the other reporters would do a follow-up and say, but wait a minute, the border is out of control. Wait a minute, Joe Biden is calling American citizens racist and white supremacists. Wait a minute, you did say the same thing about Donald Trump. What took him so long to ask her about that? And she's, oh, no, no, hear me clear. And then the other reporters will just sit there and look and won't do, but, but excuse me, Ms. Ms. Secretary, Ms. Uh, Press Conference Secretary, you did say that. We can pull the tape. But they won't say anything. But when it was Donald Trump's, when Donald Trump was in office, you would have them all collectively. Kayla Ann McEnany would say, okay, I'm done with your question, next. And then that reporter would say, I'm going to yield my time so that he could finish asking his question, uh, Jim Acosta. And then it would continue on. And of course, Jim Acosta was just making up stuff. But when the truth comes out, none of the reporters want to do a follow-up question. They'll sit there like, ooh, why did he ask that? These guys are a bunch of zeros and they don't matter because they will not hold these candidates accountable. John Fetterman, Katie Hobbs, Raphael Warnock, Mark Kelly, Tim Ryan, they will not hold any of them accountable. Governor Pritzker, they won't hold them accountable because they're afraid that if these candidates get out there and get caught, who's going to help them? Who's going to give them shield? Who's going to give them protection? And the voters might hear it. And the voters might remember that these candidates are losers. Andrew, we've got to hold these guys accountable. And folks have got to get out there and vote because their life depends 
upon it. Very well said, Rob. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you stream, or go to americaoutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>